0: Associates, hey, Associates! We are here to talk about Suits, season seven, episode five, Brooklyn Housing. Stick with us. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion. After Buzz TV, and now let the buzz begin. There it is. Thanks. Never can get old with the
1: theme song.
0: You just do a little, little <laughs>
1: shuffle, a little,
0: <laughs> a little <laughs> bit of.
1: I just want to do this all day. Yeah, <laughs> like, this should be the show. This is our show.
0: Hello and welcome to After Buzz TV's coverage of Suits. This is the Suits After Show. I'm your host, Steve Kaufman. Find me on Twitter at Steve Kaufman. That is K-A-U-F. M-A-N-M. We are not full strength tonight.
1: We are not, but uh, I feel like we have a lot of the, the we, main we, name partners. We... The core of it. We uh, Speaking as managing
0: partner, <laughs> I could not be... I could not be... Uh, I could not ask for a better... Two two man totally. then. Thank
1: you, I appreciate that. I'll,
0: I'll promote you to name partner right now, nice. Mr. Davies. Yeah, Where do can the people yeah. find you on Twitter?
1: You guys can find me everywhere at Hey John Blake. Great, that was
0: thirty seconds shorter than I thought it would be. Yeah. Um, let's get into this episode. How
1: how are we feeling? It's week it's week five. It is week five. Um, although it's you know it's I guess it's week four for us because we did a double episode mm-hmm. first. But you know things have progress i mean like i think, feel like we're this was halfway i guess yeah. for the season and so yeah i don't know i feel like in some ways things are heating up but this episode itself seemed like more of like a let's just ramp things up because i feel like from the beginning where we started to where we ended we're kind of in the same exact place honestly but things are just more intense and like
0: yeah, this is a. It was a dial-up episode. Yeah, yeah like, exactly. I w- I called it a bottle episode in the hallway, and I have to take that back. Like, it's not a bottle episode. Like everyone, every mm-hmm. everyone was as uncontained as they've been. It's it's a dial-up episode. Yeah, like we're dialing up to the next five weeks where everything's gonna like crash and burn and happen. Right,
1: right, exactly. A lot of like the conflicts solidified, and like I, I was able to see things that I had suspected really come into like much more of a focus, much more of a mm-hmm. specificity. Almost, you know, like I mean, all of the conflicts kind of just solidified and were Mm -hmm. taking shape, and you're like, it's much more obvious, like where things are gonna start coming apart at the seams. But those are necessary. Oh, speaking of speaking of
0: specificity, um, am I crazy for expecting Mike and Rachel to give us a date this week?
1: No, we. I mean, we talked about that. I was a little upset that our our premonition was like completely. Well, because they specifically did say they did say. Like they we're may, gonna they, we're gonna drink wine all yeah. night. We're gonna drink wine all nighter night. date.
0: We're gonna we're gonna do an all nighter. We're gonna talk about ourselves, our feelings, our this, our that, our everything, and we're gonna pick a date for our wedding. When is the date for the wedding? It's Valentine's Day twenty eighteen. <laughs> it's it's gotta you, be. It's gotta be. Suits. This could have not been your plan. It's your plan now. Yeah, just listen. Centrifugal motion, I'm making this, I'm willing this into the nice. universe.
1: Yes, excellent. I mean, crazier things have happened, for sure. That's definitely. Um, but I was, a, I was a little bit surprised as well. Um, there, I mean, Mike and, and Rachel's kind of interaction uh, definitely kind of bookended this episode in a lot of ways. And I think that's going to be, honestly, the only thing in my mind that like will make Mike stop not necessarily the craziness, because yeah. I'm all for, like, helping the world huh. and, like, being a good human being. But at the same time, like, he's sacrificing so much of himself. Like, again, I'm, I'm getting that he wants to be, like, a, you know, a do-gooder and, and mm-hmm. give it its all. But, like, at the same time, he's really throwing his own, not not only reputation, because that's, ob- that's, like, much more obvious. But I think his, a lot of his own, like ambitions and like what he can do like as a person like not only will like he break a trust with Harvey but Mm -hmm. it's like if you do this like he's going to be a bad lawyer in a way because he just isn't good he goes back on contracts. So, like, that's a bad, like, employee. That's a, ba- that's a bad employee. That's a yeah. bad
0: businessman. That's a bad professional.
1: Yes. That's a very good word for, for saying Because aside
0: from the Harvard th- aside from the whole Harvard thing right. that yeah. he went <laughs> to,
1: Definitely a bigger issue, That whole not
0: being a lawyer thing. Right. He's past that. That's in the rear view. And you, many would argue that he was still a good lawyer. Oh, totally. And a I good mean, professional. A, right. But, like, this is a moment where he's genuinely going back on his word. And... I think we, we all root for him because he's a well-written character that we really, right. really root for. And they've they've made the stakes so high that we're all in. But Rachel R- Rachel kind of had to lay down some law here.
1: Yeah, I'm so glad that she did. She really, like, drops a bomb on on Mike sort of at the end there. And it's like, like, your word's going to be nothing. Like, that kind of means a, a bit more. I mean, obviously, it's a very mm-hmm. different from the situation you're talking about. Like, him <laughs> becoming a felon and, you know... <laughs> Uh, but he, defrauding a, this whole. He's
0: already done that.
1: Right. No, exactly. he is a
0: previous felon. Right. Like, that well, no, that's what I mean.
1: Like he's watered the <laughs> <bridge>. <laughs> He's been there, done that. Now, like this is more like a conscious choice where he's come so far back from literally being like having nothing. Um, from yeah, you know, like, he went from everything to nothing, and then like he's calling his way back. And for him to be building a legitimate life for himself for the first time, this is not the way to do that. You know, I get where he's coming from is a is a very noble mm-hmm. space, but at the same time you can't you can't have it both ways. Like you can't always be cutting corners. There is a system involved and like a lot of the time like it's it's interesting because as a lawyer, like he kind of his job is to sort of find like the loopholes within the system and he himself, like, you know, I would almost like want him to face <laughs> himself in court because he'd be like, the, honestly, the only person that could be like, dude, well, yeah, this is so easy to like screw you because, because
0: we're still talking Mike and Rachel. Mm-hmm. Do you think Rachel would be this upset with him if he had told her flat out? Like, if he hadn't lied about a Brooklyn Housing Authority case or right, this or that, right? He, he, like, had he just been like, yeah, I signed a document with Harvey, um, True. the greater good is these prisoners, yeah. And I'm going to do everything I can for these prisoners.
1: Yeah, I don't think she'd be ups- as upset, but also I don't think she would have let it go as far. I mean, maybe not at all. I mean, if she- had they talked about it like the night of, mm-hmm. you know, maybe it was early enough where he could have more easily, with his own mind, been like Oliver, you know what? Like I really just can't talk to you. And, like been more firm with that. Um, so I don't know. I feel like Rachel is sort of the voice of reason especially right now it should be harvey and we've seen that in the past but their relationship is in a different spot like there was a a sort of agreement when they came in that like mike was gonna sort of be his own entity yeah almost in this firm and so he's like i think beholding to that a lot more than he should yeah and and i I i'm
0: I've been reading. I've been reading some of the comments, and the Mm -hmm. comments are based Mm -hmm. on some rumor, of course, that are completely contrary to everything we were talking about last week, which is that they're trying. They're trying to write Rachel off the show. Interesting. And that this is the seed. Yes, this or something like princess, like this or something, this or something like this is the actual seed to make her leave Mike, presumably go to her father's firm, which might as well be Mars for as far as the show, or Chicago where.
1: Or Chicago. or Chicago, where Jessica went. Yeah.
0: Like, like, it might as well be Mars. Like, it's offstage, right? hmm How do you feel about that being a possibility? I f- that feels kind con- of... Yeah, That no, does, totally. I mean, that it's, does it's not very really
1: true to me. Yeah, it's very interesting fan theory. I mean, I think it's it's interesting when, like, a life events kind of affect uh, shows and they have, the writers kind of get, like, a new mm. creative thing that, like, they weren't expecting, which can turn out well. That being said, I I don't want the like I don't want Mike and Rachel to go astray. Yeah, I think there are a couple outs that the that the show naturally presents. You know, there was that seed that Rachel was talking about working with her dad. Yeah, you know, like that. Could be a thing, like, if he was like, you know what, I'm expanding into Europe, and I need you're the only person to Ooh, run Oh, even better. Like, like an actual like, stage, yeah. right?
0: Like, I was thinking she'd just go to another office. they still. Right.
1: Or, like, you know, San Francisco. I, she, I think they're yeah, set like, in New York, so yeah, it's, like, but somewhere she, far.
0: I was just thinking she breaks up with Mike, and then... But you're right, we could... That could... Like, it's a big firm. Yeah. you could literally just move her along.
1: So, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I would be curious to see if something like that happened. I mean, in general, this season, I feel like we've had the most new characters. Obviously, uh, at Pearson Spectre lit. there's been a shake-up, as you <laughs> know. Uh, there's new management, so we kind of expect that. But it's just, it's... You know, I, I don't think we will be need... Or, like, we'll need to be tied to these characters as much as we have in the past. Well, yeah. So even if, if you know, like, um, the actress that plays Rachel, Megan has, like, a, some... Type of conflict that we don't know that like, makes her you know, not available for filming in the States yeah. or in um, North America. Also, Jay Ruiz in the chat
0: says the rumors are that she's going to be taking time off but still be a part of the show. Right. Well, yeah,
1: that's what I mean. So I mean, she can have like, be, more of a That dial the character
0: back. can leave, and Debbie Kovac in the chat says she should go to Chicago and work with Jessica. That'd be great. I would love that's,
1: that. That's a. Awesome. Sir, th- given a, that she's great. not completely leaving, yeah.
0: the, if she doesn't completely leave the show, I would that's actually the perfect out. Yeah. Because then she'd come back a better lawyer. She'd come back a better lawyer, an experienced lawyer, and maybe maybe Mike believes her in such a such a way that she like needs a break. Yeah. Ross and Rachel taking a break. <laughs> yeah, just,
1: <laughs> Sorry. We were on a break. Sorry.
0: <laughs> Sorry, everyone. <laughs> uh, moving on with Mike to the case. And the greater good, and I appreciate, I appreciate that he's doing this for the greater good, but I also do not think Oliver is, a, either Oliver isn't as equipped, and Mike is right that he needs to be there, or Mike doesn't trust Oliver, or Oliver doesn't trust himself enough to actually do the case. Mm-hmm. Either way, Mike is, like, Mike is letting a lot of things get in the way of what could be a straightforward case that he drops by maybe once a week on. Right. Right. And even that
1: is, like, unethical. Yeah, like, like even, yeah. even
0: him dropping by once a week is unethical, but it's, like...
1: Yeah, he's doing all the heavy lifting. He's literally a part of... Making all the meetings. Right. Yeah, making all the meetings and doing some on his own. Like, Met literally, with two
0: different prisoners in two different prisons? Yeah. Like, they keep a log, Mike.
1: Yeah, exactly. How There's, are you I was, writing that off? I was totally thinking that. Like, the security camera footage, like, whenever this does go to trial, like, they can use this stuff and, like... Say also, like, hey, you were literally interviewing with every witness that's on on the case. Like, hello, <laughs> also, <laughs> kind of a red trail. Also, I just want to point out if if somebody gets a
0: PlayStation in a prison, t- tech has serial numbers. You could have tracked the PlayStation and probably found a guard buying a PlayStation, and then you could have flipped the guard. Maybe I just.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, obviously, obviously you like, need to bring so yeah. Gallo in, and it's like, yeah, Gallow, you know, like, that's was, the was most like, intense okay. of it, like, yeah. Like,
0: that's the most drama-filled scene, but maybe we could have had one scene where they track down a guard who doesn't work there anymore. It's like, you know what? I already flipped. Yeah, I already flipped, and I'm crazy now. Yeah, no, I, like as a witness, no one's gonna take me serious. Like, ah, oh, man. Yeah, let's go to Gallo or somebody.
1: Yeah, totally. I mean, they definitely had those prison guards in, in a few episodes ago. Um, so they definitely could have brought them back. And, those, and, and, and the private had, prison like, guards like, are super dude, tight. Yeah. I know I know that that's not a tree you really want to go on. Right. Nobody says nothing there. Yeah, I no, they're a very tight-knit crew, which makes sense. I mean, it's, like, a very... Uh, mm-hmm. in, like, you know, they've got to be, like, a frat and, like, a unit, mm-hmm. like, a, like a sports team. Probably. Yeah, like a team. Yeah. Like, yeah. Totally. But, yeah. no, I um, on the Oliver note because I'm not the biggest Oliver <laughs> fan or at all. I actually really.
0: think Oliver is a great lawyer who just second-guesses himself. And maybe I'm bringing my own stuff to it. Right, right. But I genuinely think if if pushed out the door, if you will, if pushed to sink or swim, he'd swim. But Mike keeps intervening. Because Mike doesn't know what it's like to not just be a good lawyer out of the gate. Yeah. Or to a certain extent, Mike also doesn't know what it's like to not have a Harvey. True. And Although not, Harvey yeah. would but Harvey would make Mike slink or swim. Like I think I think Mike resents Harvey for how Harvey treat for how Harvey would treat him. Mm. So he's treating Oliver differently. Whereas there's a merit to how Harvey treated Mike, which was right. if you fail, you fail. Yeah. If you fail, you fail, and my mistake was letting you Try yeah yeah like or my mistake was judging you incorrectly for whether you should or shouldn't have tried right. I think Mike should do that a little more with Oliver, or judge or judge Oliver accordingly. That if you genuinely don't think Oliver can handle a class action, which is not out of the realm of possibility, right? He can go
1: somewhere else. Like there's a ton of ton of other there are so
0: many other lawyers in New York that know Mike.
1: Yeah, that
0: he could do a quiet. He could do a quiet referral, which, by the way, a quiet referral would break the agreement he made.
1: Right. And also, the oh, it, I bet the people are going to comment that, you know, it was a pro bono case, which is not obviously, like, easy to pass off. That being said, as soon as they kind of uncovered because, what was really oh, going on. Oh, no, it's a class on, action. Like, like, like that's yeah. hundreds of millions yeah, exactly. of dollars. Like,
0: that's huge. That's, like, de- like, prisoner deaths, estates, families. Like, that's... Right. Easily, to a certain extent, you're defrauding taxpayers because the taxpayers are paying for the private prison. Like, you that's that class action is a deal, a deal maker, not a deal breaker. Yeah. Somebody would have taken it. Mike, Mike, in his mind, thinks he's
1: the only one who could. Right. And uh, because it's Oliver's case, I think that given that scenario, if it did get like too big or like it was too intense, like Oliver can also, like, Reach out other places. Like, he's a capable dude, or should be. He, I mm-hmm. mean, passed the bar, obviously. So, you, you. I think Mike, being so smart, he's got like a photographic memory. Like, he is used to being the one that does everything, especially working with Harvey. I think he's, he has trouble, like, not taking the reins of the details. Like, Harvey, for instance, in this episode, was, I mean, he's just like, a bulldozer. Almost. Yeah. It's like he's like, I will intimidate you to either giving up or like giving <laughs> the answers or just like he just basically figures out how to get the job done without actually like doing it himself, which is a very smart way to manage. Well, obviously. that's the Harvey yeah. way
0: to do di- And like that's similar to how Mike, how Mike is treating Oliver versus how Harvey treated Mike. Right. Other than like situations where Harvey, Harvey would take the lead in a situation where he needs Mike directly and right. he'd be like, follow my lead and do exactly as I say. Yeah. Or he'd plop it on his, or he'd plop something on his desk and say, do this.
1: Exactly, yeah. No, I think the difference is, like, when Mike goes to Oliver, he's like, okay, do this. And Oliver's like, I can't do it. And well, Mike's like, okay, I'll just do it myself then. Yeah, I'll just do it myself, and, or I'll walk you right, through right, it, or I'll right. do,
0: where. Harvey,
1: and, and, and like, if Mike said he can't do it, which is the case. Yeah. This episode, Harvey's like, okay, great, I'll find someone else who can do it. You know instead of just doing it himself I have someone in the chat I missed there
0: or love the shark and love the snark in the chat said something to that effect which he needs to, Mike needs to tell Oliver we're either doing this over ne- or I'm out right like I can't beat you literally he is on Such he is he went to Danbury twice and a, and another prison once so he's on one prison log twice and then another once hmm not to mention he's all over like he visited um he visited some someone at their
1: house. Yeah. He's constantly at the clinic. Like, like all day. Nathan knew. Like yeah. Nathan
0: didn't have to figure it out. Like Right. Yeah, I Rachel mean, figured just, it out. Like yeah, if those people can hand. figure it out, it's not it's literally only gonna be one more episode. And spoilers, we saw it in the preview, it's literally only gonna be one more episode till Harvey finds out. Right. Harvey who wants to keep Alex
1: yeah, and, and Harvey's uh, really taking, I mean, I think a bigger chance that Mike also doesn't realize. Like, Mike's like, dude, we're totally, we were yeah, good. like, like whatever, where it's yeah. like,
0: dude, we need Alex to yeah. keep this firm.
1: Well, yeah, Just because exactly. Alex and is my
0: boy does not mean this conflict isn't huge for him. Right.
1: And, like, the, and, whole, and the firm. And this whole firm well, like, is and teetering on disaster every week. Totally, and it's all on Harvey, and that's the thing I think Mike doesn't realize is, like, before it was okay because... No matter what would happen, basically Jessica would take the heat, and so like the, Harvey could be a little like you know more fast and loose, especially with Mike. And so they've always had this relationship. Now, when everything will come crashing down on Harvey, I think he's going to be a lot less, you know, flexible with yeah. with Mike. Nor, nor should he be. Yeah, exactly. He can't. That's the he's, thing. Like he's he always had a on je- the line. Well,
0: because he always had a Jessica.
1: Right. Exactly. He doesn't
0: have a Jessica now. He runs the firm.
1: Yeah, so it's all, it comes down, like, directly on him, and the one thing Harvey cares about most is obviously his own reputation, like, how he's viewed. Like, he... That's how he gets things done, is the reputation he has. Like, he is all all talk in a lot of ways. I mean, he's obviously a boss. Mm-hmm. I'm not, like, discounting anything. No, no, but he, but, he
0: definitely can't. Yeah. He can't let Mike he's a tiger, run him yeah. up like this. Before we move on from the Reyes case, I just... Like, this is... I, I do like what this show did with the Reyes case. And as far as as far as far I can tell, this is the only really long-term case this season. Like all the Harvey cases stop and start like maybe two season arcs. Yeah. But this this case seems like it's going to have enough legs because it's a class action to run mm-hmm. all 10 episodes. And I really enjoy that it's... The conundrum for Mike has been based in the idea of do you honor your word and your livelihood and your personal life and like everything will get tied up into that. Which is just you, you're one person, if you value that, however, you'll value you against the lives of what seems to be might possibly be because they what is it, eight prisons, mm-hmm. ten years, thousands, thousands of prisoners, yeah at least one death, likely hundreds of deaths against you, one, like it's an altruistic at its core, it's a very altruistic um conundrum, right
1: and it's like dude I don't even know if they have the resources to like see it through if it if it, I don't is, think the clinic does it, exactly if it is that big and if it is involving that many different prisons like they will definitely have the resources to like draw it out where literally Oliver and half of Mike's time hmm. under the rug like can't even cannot do it like yeah and um, I like Nathan in this I like Nathan here too where it was like cause
0: I think Nathan and Harvey are the two that aren't letting their hearts get in the way Mm -hmm. here in the sense that they know these cases they know that no case is worth you right like in that equation i'm giving you like let's say thousands of like thousands of victims hundreds of like dead victims versus you yourself Mm -hmm. you yourself on that side is not worth any amount like or is not worth thousands or like hundreds of that like right you would assume there is a value of millions or whatever, but I think Nathan and Harvey weigh more on the side of, no, I'm more important than this many people. I've, I'm have i in a situation where I can't do this case. Right. I cannot
1: help this case. I should not be taking Oliver's exactly. calls. He shouldn't be. I mean, for such a variety of <laughs> reasons. Like, it, it, there's a laundry list, and I think it's really starting to show that he can't do everything. Like, he can't have this full-time job where he's doing... Much more work at the firm, and be like double timing with Oliver, and also like working on his marriage, like his wedding. He should be planning his engagement, this like his a wedding and engagement. Yeah, like
0: this is it's kind of a kind of Mike's a busy got some, time. Mike's got some a lot stuff on going plate. on. Yeah, a lot on his plate, and. I know a lot of are gonna We're transitioning to Harvey We'll talk about Mike and Harvey a little Harvey did The reason Mike is in this position Is that Harvey did go back on a promise Yeah And that shouldn't be lost However it's like a double double cross at this point Like it's like a spy show Where it's like well Harvey went back on a promise So Mike had to make a promise Now Mm -hmm. Mike is going back on that promise And it all gets really muddy The thing is Harvey runs the place And Mike doesn't yeah. So this is not going to end well for Mike. But yeah. moving on from him, Harvey has a client. The client got some tech stolen. Um, Harvey hires Cromwell. Yeah, I I
1: kind of like Cromwell. I by love Cromwell. <laughs> like I, I, she's I like my new favorite character.
0: She's been my favorite character since they introduced nice. her. Like, yeah. I really really enjoy her. In all she does, like the. I don't know, corporate espionage in this world that we live in is right. a very useful tool. And she's a fairly upfront, honest, and loyal and ethical right.
1: person for what she does. And we learned that today with her and her and Donna. Right, and I love... That was such a good scene. The second confrontation that they... Or, or I guess it was the first between Donna and her, was them meeting, which was such an epic... Mm-hmm. It was like probably my favorite part of the episode because obviously D- Donna had a very... Intense had made up her mind about Cromwell in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. and she kind of comes out guns blazing. And Cromwell, like very calmly but confidently, like kind of mops <laughs> the floor with Donna in a lot of ways. Yeah. I mean, she was just like, I mean, to the tune of getting like a completely better deal. Um, in do the we end. think? Do we think Cromwell meeting with the COO and
0: things just not being what she? And, but do, why do we? Why do we think she turned down? employment which is what she asked for at the top of the episode.
1: I mean leverage. She like if she was that crafty to get all that information like within a day of Harvey asking and you know obviously it's not the Cromwell wasn't the first mm-hmm. thing that Harvey tried so he did do a little bit of due diligence to get those answers and couldn't um, you know she's very good. She can really, like, see the whole bigger picture. And for her to put together everything that they need so fast means that she's got to, you know, be playing all of her options. And I don't think it was her first to come to Harvey, f- to, like, basically beg for him uh, for a job in, that. Like,
0: no, but she didn't beg. I think she right. wanted—I think she thought she could report directly to Harvey. Right. And by meeting Donna, she realized there would be an internal struggle at Pearson Specter Lit right. that she didn't want to deal with. Mm-hmm. She thought she could walk in. Although, would she have a better deal? I don't know. Let me know in the comments. I really wish yeah. they just hired Cromwell's in house, um, yeah, as an in house advisor instead of just pro bono. Or not pro bono, instead of just as a contractor, Right, right,
1: right. And, you know, it's interesting to see... I mean, I hope that there's a lot more Chromebooks. like, I really enjoyed that scene, and, like, she's obviously very good at getting results. It's almost, like, too easy. She might be, like, too good for, like, the enjoyment of the show.
0: Well, but th- it, but that's why you need to bring her into right, the fold, right, that right. she'll eventually either we're going to see... Her match or something. We're either going to see her web of people right. and how she gets there, or we're going to see some of it fall apart and she's going oh, to need to totally. fall back on people like Donna or right, Rachel to actually help her. Oh, exactly. And I want all of this. Yeah, Give us more Cromwell, guys. No,
1: totally. I mean, I, it would be so fascinating to watch. That being said, I mean, she was so good in the scene with Donna. I almost am worried if she was, like, basically a main, like, character in The Office that she'd be so qualified that, like, she would almost make that, like— not, not, yeah. Yeah, like, you know, like some of the characters not as important or not as good at their job. Granted, they're not, I'm not saying that to discredit, like, Donna or Rachel or anybody, but they're just in these new roles, but they're mm-hmm. kind of like, part of this season is about them, like, figuring it out. Like, they're not really, like, not mm-hmm. necessarily not qualified, but just, like, not prepared because they haven't done this work forever. They just started. Like, she's, this is, like, <laughs> a, a month in, maybe. Yeah. Um, so it's interesting to see that they kind of like backpedaled a little bit and I'm not surprised because it, I think would kind of overshadow what they're doing. If she's so good at what she does that they can just like, it's like yeah. an easy out.
0: They'll eventually, they'll eventually have to hire her unless, oh,
1: totally. unless, so.
0: unless, by helping Pierce Inspector lit fairly publicly, at least in her circles, she mm-hmm. was able to then show that she's trusted by them right. to then turn around and do the same for every firm. Right, and if she firm can, in yeah, town. Maybe exactly. that was her, may, and maybe that was her play all right. along. And I don't, I don't think so. I think something Donna said. I think the sheer presumption of Donna made her realize she right. didn't want to work there.
1: Yeah, and I think she realized that she could do what she just did with Harvey elsewhere too. And really, I mean, like as a freelance business, like that would really crush it. I mean, obviously she got a huge check from, from Harvey. Um, so like, if she's doing that. There was a day mm-hmm. of work, <laughs> literally a day of yeah. work that she did. And, like, I bet it, there's many zeros at the end of the, <laughs> like, on that check, so. I would bet $50,000. Real? I, I would bet more than that. No, I think that, I, because I bet she, I bet she was going to be signed for, like, six figures plus. But,
0: like I said, one day of work for someone who's worth, right. like, 30000 for a day, like, that's a six-figure Salary oh, right, right, yeah, yeah. extrapolated, yeah. I think, or I think, I think but she's, like, I think she would be worth anywhere between thirty and fifty thousand dollars. Granted, it was one day work, and granted, it was she a lot did, of
1: information though.
0: It was a lot of information. It was a lot of information, a lot of important information. Right. But if I had to gather, if I had to hazard a guess, totally.
1: I mean, hey, fans uh, in the comments definitely. Let's let's get this sliding bar get, together, guys. No, what do we think? Because a hundred thousand would be too much. Right. Right. But I mean, at, it was one day. Granted, time. it was like at against the... the deal. Like the deal. Like. I'm trying to think back and again fans if you guys uh, have access to like all the episodes I would love to go back and see what number she's thrown around because I feel like in the past when we I, dealt with Cromwell, like she's thrown some like high numbers
0: has she ever thrown numbers I
1: feel like I feel like they I mean I, I feel like that with would be uh, I think it
0: was always kind of it would be a lot it would right, be a lot like yeah. I don't and let me know but it, I feel like it was always ever a I feel lot. like
1: yeah, it was. Yeah, it see. was
0: an implied a lot, but we know a million for like even a week's worth would a week's work would be a lot for someone we've not like for not just like a legitimate person, right? So like I don't know. I think, I'm sticking with fifty thousand for the day. Think? I think that's. I think that least triple digits, possibly a hundred. I think that could be anywhere from thirty to a hundred thousand dollars. Because I just because you have to think on it. Yes, she. Well, no, because he would only be billing the client for the hours.
1: Yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. I would. Yeah, I really want to go back and see what. What? Although if she charged
0: Harvey uh, hundred, he's he's charging that client three hundred.
1: Because business. Oh, totally. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's <laughs> you don't rise to the top by not doing that. So.
0: There's actually an old joke that says um, a lawyer makes to the pearly gates of heaven, and he's 35. And St. Joseph gets there and he's like, congratulations, you made it to heaven. You've lived 87 years. And he's like, wait, what? And he's like, oh, we calculated your billable hours.
1: Yep. Dude, I mean, they like never. They, I mean, there's a reason why they kind of show their lifestyle like this. It's it's cool. Like Harvey has a lot of awesome cars (laughs) and like a great apartment. But, you know, he works all the time. Like they, like constantly, like they live and eat work.
0: Very much. Let's move on to Harvey and
1: Paula. Yes, Harvey and and Paula and And Jacob, Jacob. and
0: the mirror of Jacob and Lewis, and the breakthrough with
1: Lewis. Yeah, Lewis. This episode didn't expect him to be like one of the most even keeled people. Also, turned turned it up like so in such a professional way. Like he went zero to sixty, but like all completely under his control, which was, I think really cool to see that, like, he could turn it on and off, mm-hmm. like, with, his like, being in the driver's seat. And I think that's a representation of all the work he's been doing with Dr. Lipschitz. Again, thank you, Doctor. Whew. You've done wonders for Lewis, because he, you know, there's like a couple times where he overreacted a little bit, where he was, like, in lawyer mode. Like, mm-hmm. uh, and I feel like to be a good litigator, you kind of always have to be like that to press people and get the information you want. But, you know, like he definitely did that with his own clients. It's a little insensitive. That being said, in the in the second meeting of uh, with the other uh, opposing counsel, mm-hmm. or whatever, he just completely destroyed their case. <laughs> it was amazing to see. Well, because he channeled his he
0: channeled his um undealt with feelings right. directly towards Jacob, who was going through the exact same thing. What was funny is he didn't help at me there. Yeah. He was like, No, you're a scumbag for doing all these things and you're the worst yeah, yeah. and I hate you. And Tara's <laughs> never coming back. Deal with it. I and love- like he never wants us. Like man, you really need to deal with your stuff.
1: Yeah, he's no. Just <laughs> like, no, you're you're scum. My favorite part, on the other yeah, side of the table from me part was like they come in and like it was like starts off with like a little insult. He's like, yeah, like well, your lawyer shouldn't have said that shit any deal for you because you're a wire. And he's like, or she, she's like, you shouldn't talk to my client. That like- way. And he's like, well, he's a he just takes it up to a ten. Yeah,
0: like a lot. La- like, he's a
1: piece of. I mean, it was productive self-hatred,
0: to a certain Yeah. Well, because it was productive, projected self-hatred. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. That, seemed, that seems... All those words seem to be in the right order.
1: Right. And, again, Dr. Lipchitz saw all this coming. Um, and it was interesting to, to see Lewis figuring it out, like, as it was playing out. Um, but also handle it. You know, I think mm-hmm. he was... Very responsible in that situation and and you know didn't go too far didn't break down, so it was, cause it was a pretty like heartfelt thing like you know obviously that what the guy was doing was not cool, I mean he cheated on his partner and stalked her stalked her like both of these things are very not so cool, mm-hmm. but you know like when he was like it was very heartfelt what he was saying like I made a mistake. I had planned all this out, and then I saw my like entire life like ruined. Like that would yeah. be devastating. So you know, I think that was an interesting thing for for Lewis to hear, because obviously <laughs> Lewis is not perfect. So you know, I think you know it's interesting. Not to say that Lewis would ever do that in a similar way like to Tara. I don't think he would ever act that or make a mistake like on a personal level. Yeah. Um. I, like I don't think Lewis would ever cheat or like. But really I think be... that's
0: I think that's part of the. I think, but I think that's part of his projection onto Jacob, which mm-hmm. was, and he didn't say you cheated on her. He said you loved her. You made a mistake. You made a mistake. She she made a choice to leave you, and now you can't let that go. Right. So like that that's all true of Lewis up until that moment. Very which true. Was, you made a mistake. You came on too strong. You did like
1: he's yeah. admitting, as anyone he, yeah, should. Yeah, she ended it, and it was like every. He's been trying to do everything. Yeah, that
0: he's only one step right, away from right. stalking her.
1: Totally in and his he mind, was, like he, he was, and I think he probably would have gotten there had he not had like some type of like the support of the people. Had, well, also had he not been a really really busy lawyer. Oh yeah, I know exactly. <laughs> did he you got a pretty busy day job that kind of keeps him in the office for sure. But also, you know, I think Donna's there to talk some sense and. He has some outlets that are, um, you know, he works mm. at, like, a, you know, a big company. So there's, like, people he can confide in. Uh, this this guy, Paula's ex, was just, you know, a psychiatrist. And what's, I think, tough about that is often they're running these private practices where literally – they're not they don't work with anyone else they like it's one-on-one mm-hmm. with their clients or maybe it's like sometimes their clients outnumber them if you're doing like a, a couple it's like you're so it's yeah. an, I think that's an interesting office dynamic if you're basically essentially working with your partner who's also like your uh like both in business and out
0: completely unrelated
1: and to suits totally.
0: sitcom for next pilot yeah. season <laughs> couples counselors nice. who are also a couple
1: Nice. I so you that. do
0: marriage counseling with a married couple who are both therapists. But go on.
1: Nice. Yeah. No, I mean, I wonder how many of those exist. Three camera like, sitcom. Yeah. Kevin be-
0: James. Now he's got that thing.
1: Yeah. I mean, again, we're getting completely derailed. Bring us back. Yeah. Well, no, I was, was going to take us further away, really quick. Uh, there was that Charlie Sheen show after Not Two and a Half Men when he did it after that, but he was, sure, a, yes. he was a psychiatrist and he was seeing one of the other ones. I don't know if they saw any the same patients. Okay. But may I have not, come across I did a, a not watch scenario. that show,
0: so I will take your word for it. Well, yeah.
1: <laughs> anyway, back to Suits. Um, it was, yeah, it was interesting to see. I mean, it was also interesting to see Paula's side being so irrational when... She deals with this type of thing every day. Like, she, I mean, not to say, I I think they're kind of making a point. Like, when it's yourself, it's hard to diagnose. It's really, you know, I think a lot more difficult to see. And that's like why people go to therapists and like talk it out because there's things that are so, when it's so close to you, you don't even see it. Mm. And I think that was the case because obviously Harvey is not like the most emotionally (laughs) developed person, but for him to kind of, uh, be the the one talking reason and kind of her out of that situation was it was an interesting dynamic. It's really was interesting,
0: first. and I feel like this is like the this is one of the few moments they're going to give us before mm-hmm. this all blows up. Yeah, like there's no way this works. There's no way Harvey Paul ever works. We've been saying yeah. it for weeks. Like last week, we were to a point where we were literally like, so not next week, the week after. <laughs> yeah, no, the week after that. Like, when is it going to ha- like? When is this going to blow up? Because it's not good. Also, I've seen a lot of people in the chat mention that Harvey still needs therapy. Yeah. And I can
1: agree he with totally that. Does. I, I also agree that everyone kind of needs therapy to yeah. a certain extent. And, no, like, I, I would agree. I mean, and, like, what's bad about talking about, like, issues you're having?
0: and, like, and it was resolving actually them.
1: <laughs> like, getting help with your problems <laughs> is a very good thing. Like, there, I don't know why there is a sort of a stigma in our culture, I guess, like, about therapy. Like, I, mm-hmm. I don't think. Uh, I mean, obviously, it's like expensive. So if you have the means, like, why wouldn't you? It's like literally yeah. talking about your issues, okay. which I think all of us do on some level with our parents, or our spouses, or our friends, or our podcasts. Yeah, or exactly, like just, just like literally t- getting it out is such a therapeutic thing. I mean, again, well, we're same here. word, <laughs> but yeah, I think there. Harvey should definitely find another therapist. Clearly, it's working for Lewis. Um, yeah. it worked to some extent, he got Harvey this far, he's still got a little ways to go. Um, yeah, it's very interesting. Yeah, very interesting. Um, also, one please. more thing, because I, uh, sorry, it almost went away. Um, Harvey also needs an assistant, and I'm glad oh they God. brought that up this episode. Well, they brought up the, sort of, he doesn't, like, yeah, I'm not your assistant. They he's brought like, up that oh. Tana's not his assistant. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We, we still don't know if he has one at all. He might not.
0: I'm I'm available.
1: Just hey, if we're gonna. I mean, we're hiring people. We've got Cromwell money to throw. Around. I know.
0: I know people in Toronto that will let me stay there. Exactly. You, if you needed, while just, you let me be his on camera assistant, I can you write like,
1: checks. No problem. You, I'll just
0: like you. There's yeah. there's literally hundreds of hours of me sitting here being witty. It's about yeah. the same. Yeah, I feel like it's you know.
1: That role, it's like a it's emotional support, a little bit of sport, banter, like, and all the and things. Just, yeah, is what Harvey's assistant will be. Yeah, exactly.
0: It'd be a good job. Nice. Yeah, I I still stand by that. Gretchen's probably doing all the assisting, all yeah, the secretarial that's a, I mean, work that's for the entire. A lot of heavy
1: lifting, especially since they've gotten so many more executives. Like I feel like Donna almost could. I mean, in a real scenario, yeah. would have an assistant or something. Yeah. Uh, you know, Alex is new. Uh, Foa Dodd in chat uh, says bring back Amy from season four. Yeah, I mean, are they, they we need to see some assistance, I feel like. Mike, should I have an assistant? Or like, I feel like,
0: and do you want to just get in the predictions? I think we're ready.
1: I think so. We're definitely ready. Let's do it. For predictions.
0: And now, your AfterBuzz TV predictions. So... My prediction, I'll just jump out, is that Gretchen about two weeks from now mm-hmm. has a blow up of like, y'all making me do the secretarial yeah. work for this entire organization. I would love that. That'd be the best scene ever. Here's a list of people you should hire. That's my Gretchen. That's nice. It's fair. I, th- I think that's going to happen. That, and that's how they're going to tie it up together. That it's at a, They know at a certain point they're going to have a scene where she, she just says, like, listen, we need more, we need more assistance.
1: Yeah, it's interesting because they've been bringing in people, but we've only seen, like, that top level. And it's like, you can not you can only add top level people for so long until, like, you need the support staff. Yeah. We've seen the associates a little bit, but that's kind of a different route. Um, so I think, yeah, we need some, a little bit, like, another Gretchen. And they least. make it
0: clear that it's Pierce Inspector lit. As an associate, you actually do work. Right. And, like, that's been clear in this show since season one. That mm-hmm. if you were an associate at any other law firm in New York, you would be doing BS stuff. Like, right. you would be doing BS. There, they actually let you be a lawyer. Right. Which is something you literally are by the time you're an associate at law school. And it is it is kind of foolish that they're not – it is kind of foolish yeah. that you don't let your associate – that most law firms don't let their associates do, like, anything.
1: Yeah. But – It's a bit of a grind. It's, Again, no one said being a lawyer was easy. So – They do get paid a lot, so there's that. Do – does
0: Nathan drop the case because Mike's hands are all over it and he gets caught?
1: I I think yeah, it gets I think it gets too big, it gets too risky on all sides. I think Rachel putting on pressure, I think Harvey's gonna find out like next episode. I feel like that like for Mike to risk his relationship with Harvey, his job, his relationship his marriage, <laughs> basically, with Rachel. And his reputation, like, that's so much on a case that, like, he can—he doesn't have to destroy—like, there's a difference between not being a part of it and, like, Like, not having it happen. Like, you know what I mean? No,
0: but I understand—the
1: second Oliver
0: comes to him and says that it's a class action now, yes, yes, Oliver shouldn't be coming to him. Yes, that's— not a gray area. Like you're clearly breaking the rules. But if you're going to break the rules, you should break the rules in a way that you stop breaking the rules, right. but get the optimal outcome. The optimal outcome is you say, you you get justice for those people and you stop it from happening for future people. Right. Which would mean people in the chat have brought it up. Zane would take on that case now that it's a hun- like a hundreds of million dollars class action lawsuit. Yeah, he and
1: would you probably would partner with
0: a... Nathan's firm. Right. Like you would probably partner with the Nathan Clinic. I. There's a certain level of Mike, I want to say Mike's ego that he feels that he's the only one close enough to this to really get it done, mm-hmm. which is really hurting him because he could be handing this off to other lawyers. Katrina would do this. Yeah, in no, this totally. scenario, Katrina could work with Oliver and Nathan and make this entire case, make an entire class action case.
1: Right. I mean, Katrina's at. I think she's still at uh, Pearson Specter, isn't she? Yes. Never
0: mind. But I mean, but there's, no plenty, of, there's plenty of sorry. Firms in my that mind, she's still at Zane because we right. haven't seen her. And
1: if Mike's like really being truthful, like that, it's about these people. Then like, there's plenty of capable people that can, if it gets that level, that yep. class action suit that can follow through and get like maybe not the exact result that Mike would get, but close, like. Or, but, he's like, got to be okay with that. He's got to be okay with letting go. Like, he can't be on every case. But,
0: and if we're really breaking down the altruistic um, formula mm-hmm. that he's in, he's one. They're, let's say, 100,000. So, yes, his one is not as valuable as those 100,000. But if his one becomes negative, neg- like, if his one becomes negative one and a half because of the risk he brings to that case. Right. He's really not doing any service to the
1: greater good. Yeah. He's actually risking more. Exactly.
0: Like, he's doing more. Like, whereas if we're... I'm just going to break it down D&D style, I guess. Nice. Um, Whereas if him finding out it's a class action, helping Oliver up top, and then realizing, oh my god, it's a class action, I need to find a lawyer that can handle it, he passes it off to Zane. That's what? Point... Negative point five instead of negative one point five. Yeah, it's better.
1: Yeah, is what I'm saying. It's a lot better. Yeah, it's
0: better. Th- it's what. There, than what I'm it's, saying. Yeah, it's
1: easier than we're making it, Mike. And I, I think that's kind of the main thing that's frustrating is that like it's I, th- there and Oliver honestly brought it up this episode was like dude like you're so good at like finding out other ways like he's almost because he's spread so thin maybe he's going to like the first thing that comes to his mind and just like let me see if this will work let me see if that like and just going on that without thinking about the big picture as much and Oliver was like dude like you don't have to get this guy that's going to like who literally tried to kill you like a guy who attempted to murder you you're about to get him off earlier now because you needed i think gallo's gonna make this all worse yeah it's like dude this is this is disastrous like the last person you should be (laughs) asking or like trying to get a deal with or help is gallo like the dude was the worst the last season he literally almost killed mike several Mm. times um and so like you know, I I think he could have harveyed his situation mm. a little bit better. And uh, granted like you just shouldn't have been in mm-hmm. it. I'm just very frustrated with, with Mike getting so sucked down this this path. And when he when all I want is just Mike and Harvey to be like Quiby. kicking the ass again. And, just, like, and te- crushing cases. up on some stuff and like- Because, you know, although we, we lost Jessica, I think with the new with like the Harvey as the managing partner and Donna as the CEO, we've kind of had that dynamic back, mm-hmm. that like Harvey Jessica thing. It's been a little bit of a reversal, which, was, which is cool to see. And so that's, you know, I feel like the most enjoyment has come out of that. Also, everyone in the chat is literally bringing up,
0: he was quite clear that he's going to kill Mike when he yeah, gets out. Exactly. Like yeah. that's.
1: It was pretty set in stone. It's kind of about the whole last and, season like, was about. Yeah.
0: And he like <laughs> did not. He didn't know. Yeah, all the last,
1: like, two seasons,
0: And, like, in the two scenes we have with him, he never, like, brought that back. Yeah. He never said, like, well, okay, I won't kill you now. It's like, no, I'd like a cookie. I'd like you to get me out of prison. Yeah. And it's kind of unspoken. I'm going to kill you once I'm out of prison. Like, I don't know. I don't know where anything else came from. Um, Rachel. Now... There's a way to do this, and I'll probably do it the second we get out of here, which is they're likely shooting or start – they'll likely start shooting in Toronto either this week or the ne- in the next, like, couple weeks. Mm-hmm. So if Rachel shows up on those shooting dates, it's very likely that she doesn't leave at the end of – or she doesn't go on any type of hiatus by the 10th episode of this season.
1: Yes. I don't – yeah, I don't so think – So I don't have that
0: information, but given that information, do we think they would have her exit briefly – at the end of episode ten, Um, I don't know about exit. I mean, I don't, I don't like think sabbatical. Gonna, yeah, like the, yeah, the, the yeah, idea I mean, that I she'll think, take time yeah. off from the show to like be royally
1: married. I mean, I think that's a big possibility. I feel like, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> 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 it's funny that she's planning her, she's planning her wedding a wedding a in a show where she's where she could be planning like an even bigger wedding, like in real life. Um, so I mean, that's kind of just a funny scenario, and I hope that's the case. Like, yeah, good, but. Like I, I think there are ways that they can write it where we don't miss Rachel as much. Yeah, but she, her commitment to the show is reduced, similar to Jessica, like you said. Oh, well, she! Yeah. I
0: think it would be really funny,
1: exactly. TV trope
0: wise, to have her literally go to Chicago where yeah. Jessica is. Like this is where you go when you don't have time to be exactly. here every we'll week.
1: Just package deal from now on. You go
0: to Chicago yeah. and you show up sparingly. Yes,
1: exactly. You're <laughs> in three episodes. And we're good.
0: Um, I stand by my prediction, Harvey, Paula, episode eight.
1: Episode eight. We're on episode five right now? So yeah, three just, guys, weeks from now. Three weeks. Interesting. Okay. Maybe nine. I'm sticking okay. with eight. Yeah. Where, where are you I at? Feel like, I feel like nine, or maybe the finale. That could Ooh. be finale material, like a big breakup.
0: Nobody I like, ever says I ten. Like,
1: I Nobody like, ever says yeah. the finale. Well, I mean, it's kind of a downer to go out on, yeah. on a breakup. Unless there's like a re, like a good reason why. Like it's a... Broke up because I need to be with this person. Um, so short of someone new coming in <laughs> and like sweeping Harvey off his feet, I think you're right. Probably episode nine is my firm. I think that. Yeah. Do you have any other predictions at large? Um, I really want Louis to meet someone. I think that will be that would be. Nice. I feel like that that coming into this season late. Obviously, he's been dealing with a lot. I think he's going to get resolution with Terra slowly. And then, like he's gonna meet someone. I think Tara. Uh, I don't think like we're ever seeing Tara again. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't. I don't think we are either. I think, I think he's think gonna work just, like, his stuff inter- out. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. With Doctor Lipschitz, and then he's going to like find someone. Like at the end, I
0: think it's happy. binary. I think it's one or the other. I think he either finds someone and starts leading a healthier, normal, more normal life. Right. Or we lose or we stick to my prediction last week, which was we lose Dr. Lipshit by Dr. Lipschitz by episode Ooh. ten. Oh yeah.
1: That'd either sad, by man. sudden
0: death or sudden yeah. retirement. I
1: feel like someone's gonna die this season. I don't know why I'm saying that, but like
0: <sighs> I can stick with sudden retirement. Yeah. Like I don't need Dr. Lipschitz to die I hope, like I hope no
1: one dies. But They're like all good characters.
0: But it's definitely it's definitely a possibility that his life could kind of spiral out of control mm-hmm. because he loses because like, he loses his therapist. That strikes me as the kind of character. Maybe it would even be worse that he seems healthy. He finds a woman. He starts moving very slowly like slowly and normally with her. Right. And then he loses Dr. Lipschitz. And then the firm falls apart because that the firm's right, always that's, falling that's apart. That's what I mean. And like, then his life spirals out of control.
1: Ooh, yeah. But a, uh, that's a lot of content. A like woman, a the woman the would season.
0: up those stakes.
1: Yes. And oh. I would love to see Lewis get in a new relationship with Dr. Lipschitz so he doesn't make the same mistakes that he always has. Also, Alex.
0: We still don't trust Alex. We haven't seen him this we, week.
1: Yeah, he was in, in he the was he of was All. in Miami. He was dealing uh, with something. Yeah, he, he was. He, he was. Yeah, I was doing ballers. Uh, he was yeah. in the front office of Miami. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a side <laughs> thing. Uh, it's yeah. It's part time. He's. It's. Seasonal. I was about to say he's. he's bi- bi- I was about to say he's back. Coastal. <laughs> yeah. he
0: like he's. It's a, he's New York and Florida. Uh,
1: no, I think he's he's gonna come back and really push the stakes with with Mike. I think. Harvey's going to kind of have it for a while, and, like, that's going to escalate for a couple episodes, and then, like, the threat of him finding out is what really gives mm. Harvey the authority to be like, dude, if you don't drop this, like, I'm going to have to drop you, and that's, sort of, like, not necessarily yeah. they won't be friends, but, like, be, like you either choose you follow through with this and don't work at the firm, or you do, because it's, like, f- a conflict now.
0: I feel like he can't quit the firm and then still break the... Like I think whatever he signed was legally binding to the point that his hands being on the right, case right, at right. all, yeah, d- it doesn't can matter where the he case. goes, yeah. Because they talked about how Nathan would drop the case. Mm-hmm. I think even him quitting Pearson Spector lit, he wouldn't be able to touch this case. Yeah, but I don't know. Totally. So, um,
1: well, hopefully Mike figures something else out. Cause... But
0: I think we've definitely covered all the bases here. Yeah. On the Suits after show, if the people want to talk to you, where can they find you? You guys can find me at Hey John Blake. And you guys can find me on Twitter, as always, at Steve Kaufman. That is K-A-U-F-M-A-N-N. I do a lot of shows here on After Buzz TV. Tweet about them regularly. Also go to thesoberyear.com. It's a vlog I'm doing where I'm, this is week eight, I'm doing 52 weeks where I am not having alcohol. Because nice. it got out of hand. It's on. The, it's in the vlog. It's thesoberyear.com. I'm kind of proud of it. It's nice. You thing, should be. You a should thing, be. It's a thing I'm doing. Um, thank you all so much. Subscribe, like, do all the things, and good night.